I would look for the future by looking and learning about what's happened in the past with new technologies and how real assets are utilizing these types of technologies. The, the roadmap's there, it's just gonna happen faster this time. This is the playbook. Okay, well, you know how important this conversation is because when we talk about blockchain, everybody listens, especially all over the globe. So hi to everybody that is tuning in from everywhere. And I have like two of my favorite people. So I love this conversation, uh, how the blockchain is empowering communities. And I think the key word is community. So we have two fabulous people, Alex and David. I'll have you guys introduce yourselves. David, I haven't seen you in months. Well, weeks at least. Uh, let's introduce you. Sure, I'm David Meltzer and I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people to be happy. And the way that I'm gonna do that is with people like these two to teach them how to make a lot of money so they can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. So I create a bunch of content, usually for free, and uh, whether it's be on TV, speaking, books, podcasts, uh, to help facilitate years of dummy tax that I've paid so other people don't have to. My name to fame is I probably have lost more money than anyone uh, and learned from it and made it back. So happy to be here with Shelly and Alex, and thank you for joining us. Sure, uh, Alex Mashinsky, uh, a founder, CEO of uh, Celsius Network. We uh, basically help uh, the crypto community uh, earn yield, uh, take loans, uh, really unbank yourself, right? Basically, how do you, um, instead of giving your money to the bank or to people that don't really act in your best interest, how do we all get together and create something that uh, every day acts in our best interest? So uh, we, we have about a million and a half users worldwide and at about 20 billion under management, one of the fastest growing uh, um, uh, asset managers in crypto, but also one of the largest communities in crypto. All right, so like everything in crypto, blockchain, you know, digital currency, everything is changing so fast. Like talk about some of the latest changes. Well, right here, right, NFTs. So uh, there is a whole new communities being born uh, uh, that are just NFT users, right? People who think NFTs are the next big thing. And these people are leapfrogging even crypto. They're not, uh, they're not even stopping to see what crypto is. They go straight from fiat land to NFTs, right? Doodles and, uh, you know, apes and punks and, uh, you know, frogs and you name it, right? And so, so those are all uh, um, innovations, right, on the blockchain. And the question is really, is this okay? Is this a long-term uh, thing? Is this just a, a, a fad or a, that is passing by? And uh, a, I think, again, Bitcoin, Ethereum are much more stable, kind of, um, you know, maybe slower but more reliable uh, uh, assets that you can own. And uh, Celsius helps you do all that in a protected, uh, uh, safe environment. You, you have your own wallet, you can manage these assets, uh, you can earn uh, yield on it. So your Bitcoin is earning Bitcoin, your Ethereum is earning Ethereum. And uh, you know, your bank doesn't do that for you. Try to ask your bank about NFTs. They'll be like, what? You know? So, so really you, you, uh, you have to really learn all these things, it's all new. 
It's new for everybody. If you feel like, oh my God, I, I don't even know what it stands for, what NFT stands for, uh, that doesn't matter because most of the people in line right there with doodles have no clue what NFTs are. They just think it's cool, you know? So they all show up in a line that they know nothing about, but because it's cool. So like, what's a they nice... They see a line, they go to the back and just stand there, you know? Like, <laughs> and they wait a long time. That's how you open a nightclub. Just put the red carpet up. Okay, but I want to know what a nice guy like you is doing in a place like this. Like, tell me. Sure. Um, I have no idea other than you two are here. So it's interesting because most people... We needed somebody in the middle. That's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> no, I actually, I started my career in technology uh, before I ran Lee Steinberg. Uh, the notable sports agency. And most people don't know that I knew Alex in the old technology days uh, with voice over IP. And the reason I'm here is that I think I have a more common perspective when you talk about people standing in line uh, of technology in general with Web 1.0 and what people's fears were. In fact, my nice Jewish mom told me out of law school when I told her I was gonna get involved in the internet in 92, that the internet was a fad. And I was CEO still of Samsung. Still is. Still is. Yeah, good point. And uh, Web 2.0, I was CEO of Samsung's phone division. Uh, the reason Lee Steinberg hired me to be his CEO was because not I was a lawyer, I was involved in sports, but I had a technology background as a business person. And he saw the future of sports utilizing technology. And I see the same thing with Web 3.0. You talked about things happening and changing so quickly. Well, the problem is, if you ever read Dave McCourt's book, Rethink, is that we have these antiquated systems with the biggest institutions, like financial institutions, educational institutions. Our sports is actually in institutions, but we didn't have the technological capacity in order to effectuate the opportunities and the capabilities that existed. And so where blockchain truly fits in is it's the capabilities of the authentication, which was missing, the democratization. The, the biggest asset I see in Web 3.0, in blockchain, is that the common person has been taken advantage of for hundreds of years, period. There's been so many middlemen yeah. and manipulation, and sooner or later, you won't be able to do it. And so they're gonna fight and resist, but those lines outside are because we are gonna have the most efficient, effective, and safe way to provide abundance to everyone around the world. That, that's at a high level what I see. Yeah, Web1 was disrupting telecom, disrupting how we communicate with each other. Web2 was disrupting kind of the so social structure. Web3 is about all the money in the world. So Web3 is bigger than Web1 plus Web2 put together. Much bigger, right? It's all the money in the world. Again, anyone on the planet can buy doodles, right? In our history, like if you think of banking, the banks are about 700 years old, the oldest banks in Italy, right? 700 years old, and they were regional. They could only service one country or one region, right? Like if you're in Vietnam, you cannot normally use Citibank or JP Morgan or whatever. You use your local bank. Crypto comes and says, no, it's a global bank, right? Everybody can have access to money, can have access to storage, can pick there's 16,000 assets out there, right? So anyone can pick any asset anywhere on the planet, right? Never existed before. So, and again, all the money it's eating, it's like Pac-Man, just eating all the money in the world. And, and you see governments and everybody just screaming and saying, shut this thing down, you know, make it illegal. You, now you cannot, if you're a politician, I don't know if you guys heard, but the city of Austin, the mayor of Austin, 
is now bragging how he's going to put 10% uh, of their assets into crypto. Because you want to get reelected, you have to mention the word crypto at least three times. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't get reelected. <laughs> so, so it's already here. It's already happened. Okay, so let's talk about that because you use the word community, and that's a very important word. And I know that uh, you, you get back to community quite a bit. Um, talk about the power of the community. So look, I, I, I have uh, four, four uh, unicorns. I created four companies worth more than a billion, right? And when I was pitching Celsius to investors, people that know me for 30 years, they all thought I had a crazy idea. And they're like, no one- You not are just, crazy. Don't take the word crazy <laughs> out of, no, but out this of was, Alex. This was even crazier than normal, you know? So basically I went to investors and said, look, people are gonna send me money over the internet we're gonna uh, take money from millions of retail people, lend it to institutions, the institutions are gonna pay us interest, and we're gonna give all these people all over the world the interest. And they were like, what are you talking about? You know, this, is, this obviously has never been done before. And uh, like uh, Tim Draper was a famous investor in Silicon Valley who knows me for 30 years and said no to my th first, three, first three unicorns, said, I'm not gonna give you my Bitcoin. So if I'm not gonna give you, but who is gonna send you their Bitcoin? And uh, we proved everybody wrong, right? We have 20 billion in assets that we collected from a million and a half people. And we paid these people a billion dollars in interest. A billion dollars. Do you know anyone who paid their community a billion dollars? So, so what's impossible is not just possible, it's the reality, right? And it's such a, visceral reality that the banks are running to regulators and complaining, hey, shut down the Celsius guys, we're losing money every day. People are withdrawing money from their account and earning interest on Celsius, right? So, so the, the Web 3.0 is all about, all of us here, right? I mean, we had session last three days here about empowering women and uh, creating new business model. It's all about a new business model, right? Like what Celsius does is a new business model that most people in finance think is crazy, but we the people think that this is exactly what banking should look like. So, so the opportunity for everybody here, all of you are, are, you know there's something here, you just gotta, you can't find it. It's like doing it with your eyes closed, right? It's about learning enough, coming up with the idea and having that passion and, 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 and conviction, right? Having the grit to go after that idea and prove everybody else wrong. And again, I, I had, I've raised billions of dollars, I had billions of dollars in exit, and still no one would believe my idea. So don't feel like, if, if two, I, I pitched to 200 investors, and they all said no to Celsius. And how did we fund it? We went to the community and said, hey, we did an ICO, initial coin offering. We went to the community and said, we'll build you a system that will pay you 8% interest, do you want it? And they funded it, and then they gave us 20 billion to manage, right? Mission impossible. We should make a movie about that. I like that, but let's call it Mission Possible because it became possible. And so I want to go back to what she said with the word women. And we talked about, you know, Web 3.0. And someone asked me the other day, what's the difference between 2.0 and 3.0? And I said women. And 2.0 didn't have women, and 3.0 has tons of women. So why is this, you know, a women's space? Why are women coming into this space? Because everybody can. Right. And women, I think it accelerates 
what, you know, I remember the first time you and I did an interview and you were the only one that was ever honest to me. I said, what's it going to take? How long is it going to take for there to be? I have three daughters who I care so much about. When are we going to have equity? When are people going to be paid by their performance, not by these other variables? And you said, Dave, I'm sorry to tell you, it's going to be over 100 years. And now with Web3.0, I think it enables you to speed up the process because everyone has a seat at the table. There's no manipulation. There's no old school oligarchy that controls the fees, the jobs, the access. And whether you're rich or poor, white or black, women or male, everyone has access. It's for everyone. So, of course, the smarter sex is going to not only have access to this, but actually... What you say? Yeah, smarter sex, believe me. Uh, I wouldn't be here but for my wife and daughters. Uh, they're so much smarter than I am and help me be smart. But why wouldn't they have more access and more opportunity to be able to make money, help people, and have fun? Yeah, so I, I, I think, and I, I think you mentioned this in, this wasn't a panel before, it was two, two panels before ours that only 2% of uh, funding in VC is going to women. And less than 1% to black women. Right. So, so it, it's not about fixing that. We don't by the way, all of those people went to Stanford. So right. if you take out Stanford women, we're in really big trouble. Right. But so the, the, the job, and I also, I also have three daughters. And, um, the, the, ch the challenge is not to fix Stanford or to fix VC. The challenge is to use this new world, right, Web3, to bypass all of them. Right? Again, if you have the community, if you can go to your community of women or men and, and create something amazing for them, they will vote for you. They will empower you. They will uh, fund you. They will support you. They'll tell about you to everybody else. And you don't need all that old infrastructure, right? You can leapfrog over all of that. You just have to have the conviction, right? And I look at my daughters, they're like, they, they have zero, like they're, they're not interested in anything that has anything to do with me or my generation, right? So that they're ready to leapfrog and, and just go over that. So, so what NFTs, what gaming, what all these things allow uh, women to do is, again, is, is to go and invent a new future, right? And, and you're seeing it, right? You're seeing, like there's a lot of, a lot of these women are here, right? We, we, we had a hackathon here two days ago, all women. So it's already happening. But there's a lot of women, I'm sure a lot of women here in, in, in uh, uh, attending here today have an idea, but you don't have the gumption or the, or the trust in yourself to launch it, right? And that's all you need to do. That, that's, that's the hardest part is really have that self-confidence. Uh, if, if, again, I had 200 men tell me Celsius was a bad idea. Did I listen to them? Right? So it's the same thing. You, you just have to ignore anyone who's not buying into your vision, right? And just find the people who do and build a community around it, winning them one by one, right? We had our event here on, again, two days ago. Uh, and, and we, you know, we assembled this, uh, these uh, Celsians one at a time. It's not like we ran some ad in Facebook or Google and, and found these people. They came for the mission, right? They funded the project. We, we did good and then we did well. Well, I have to say the line um, here was longer than the doodle line, I must say. So there is, there is a future, I must say. So let's talk about the future. Future of um, blockchain prediction, quickly. Uh, bigger and better. <laughs> Look, I, I, 
again, there's 16,000 assets out there, so it's impossible to know which one of them are going to sprout and which one of them are not. Uh, so anyone who tells you, oh, this is the next hot thing or whatever, put all your money into this one thing, they don't know what they're talking about, right? So, so you know, I, I am a little concerned about how fast this is growing and how it's going in all directions. So I, I'm, you know, I would say, again, you, you know, it's the same, uh, if, if, you, if you bought NFTs or, or, or you bought uh, Bitcoin and you're not sleeping well at night, that means you have too much Bitcoin or too many NFTs, okay? And if you bought some of them and you're sleeping like a baby, that means you don't have enough. You need to go and buy some more. <laughs> Mine's simple, it's the reconciliation of real assets with the technology. So right now there's a lot of over-promotion of investing in things that are ether or vapor. And you know, historically, if you look at human nature, it's the application of the technology to the real assets. So for example, you haven't seen anything in real estate that you're gonna see. And you, the banking has started. So I would look for the future by looking and learning about what's happened in the past with new technologies and how real assets are utilizing these types of technologies. The, the roadmap's there, it's just gonna happen faster this time, and you can really take advantage of three things. The market, the market makers, and the margins. That's what I focus in on myself and historically apply this technology to real assets in the market, the market makers, and the margins. Well, and I just encourage everyone to join the Celsius community. Absolutely, I am. <laughs>